Welcome to Roman's Road, the podcast of me, Eddie Roman. This is where we talk about evangelism and apologetics and all kinds of Christian stuff. All right, today we're going to be listening to a conversation I had with a guy who came up to me right in the middle of some open-air preaching. About once a week in the summer, I go down to Oceanside and I set up my paintboard and I paint my way through a gospel conversation. If you're wondering what I'm talking about with this paintboard, you can see a video, an example of it, on my website, eddyroman.com. Go into the video section and look for the video titled, Painting with Light. So this is just a very, very old school evangelism technique. It was developed by a ministry called Open Air Campaigners. I love doing the paintboard, and every once in a while, someone will interrupt, and that's exactly what happened. Many people go through life, they have some kind of religion, or they have some kind of hope, thinking, if I'm good enough, I'll make it to heaven. If I practice my religion good enough, go to church this many times, read my Bible, whatever the case, if I'm good enough, God will accept me into heaven. No, my friend, none of us are worthy of being accepted by a holy God. That's why he sent a savior. That's why he sent a savior. How are you doing there, my friend? What's your name? He sent a savior because he knows that we all are blind and we don't see what life is about. Amen. We've got to be happy, enjoy what we got, and enjoy your blessings. Count them. Amen. Because you never know when you're going to die. Like you Jesus don't. Christ. You don't. You know what That's I'm saying? That's good. You know that. You know. Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Something. Ask me anything. Let me ask you. I smell a little alcohol on your breath. Oh, it's okay. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Let me, let me ask you this. Hey, God turned wine. He turned water into wine. He did, but he didn't get drunk on he it. He didn't. You All know right? why? Let me ask you. Let me because ask you a question. Let us get drunk. Oh, no. Actually, let me ask you a question. Ask me anything. You, you seem to know a little bit. You seem to know the basic bit. gist of it. You know. Are you living in a way that shows that you actually live out what you believe. Yes, you know what you I'm are. Let me tell you why. Okay. Let me tell, tell you why. me why. I'm a musician. Okay. I do what I please. Okay. I thank God for every blessing that I have. Okay. I look at life and I'm like, you know what? I'm awake and okay. I'm happy. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep okay. going. I'm not gonna look back. I'm gonna look forward. I'm gonna live the moment. Okay. And I'm thank God because I'm awake. Okay. That's it. So you just you just described. What a lot of people, the, oh, no. the, the way that, the way they believe in, in, yeah, yeah. In, in God. And basically what you said is this. I'm living my life in a way that seems like it's good to me. Therefore, God is happy with me. Okay? No, no, no. Let me tell you why. Okay. God is not happy because God... He's not happy with you. He's not, he's not really real. It's a movie. You're doing your part and okay. you got to keep going. You can't, you can't stress. So when you say... You can't be depressed. When you say you're, you it's just gotta not real. You just got to be happy. God is real. Okay. But he's not... Do not listen to the religion okay. because the Spaniard took everything from us down to the Mexicans, now, now I'm to the blacks, now I'm listening. to everybody. So should I listen so to you your gotta religion? So you got to keep going and you got to keep not stressing, but you got to keep pushing and know that you are somebody in the okay. life. I'm going to have to stand back just a little bit. Your, your, because you your got to keep going. All right. He's got a little, uh, little alcohol in his breath. Actually, a lot of alcohol in his breath. But, uh, you know, right away, I didn't really see him as someone who was smashed drunk. Usually I wouldn't talk to a drunk person um, if they seem like they are, you know, either going to throw up on me or get violent. He was just a nice guy. I'm sure he was just out having fun. And he was thinking, he was reasoning. And so I didn't determine him to be a threat. So I kept talking to him. And right off the bat, he's saying, I believe in God. 
And I believe that since I'm doing what I want to do and I'm doing it as best as I can, then God's happy with me. And this is very common. A lot of people, they believe in God and they figure, well, I'm doing my best and therefore God's happy with me. And this is just a, a very common expression of idolatry. Idolatry is simply when a person has an image of God in their mind and they're following that God and it's a false God. So when I used to go to Africa, I would see little idols. They would actually build these things on the ground and they would be figures made out of hay or made out of rocks and stuff. And they would build these things and then they might bring these idols, vegetables or, or dead chicken or something like that. And they would worship the idol or give to the idol and, and pray for a good harvest or something like that. And they, they were involved in literal Old Testament, old school idolatry. Now, in America, we're a lot more sophisticated than that. We don't worship idols that we build with our hands. We worship and serve idols, many of us do, that we build in our minds. We create an idol in our, in our mind. And how we do that is we basically make up our own version of God. We say things like, I believe in a God that would never send anyone to hell. Or I believe in a God that is so loving that he's just going to forgive everyone. And when a person does this, when they, when they make up any kind of image of God in their mind, in their imag imagination, they're creating an idol. And the problem with that God is, is it only exists in one place, and that's in their imagination. It's not real. Because the real God of the Bible, the, the actual creator of every man and every woman walking the faces of this earth, he has revealed himself to us in the pages of scripture. And so when we decide that we get to make up that God or we get to change him in some way, that's just idolatry. Again, very common. Now, another thing he's basically saying, don't listen to the religion. Don't you listen to what anyone has to say. And then he goes on about how the Spaniards came in and messed everything up. And, and sure, I'm sure there's some truth in that and atrocities that have happened in the name of religion. But anytime someone tells you, don't listen to religion, my question is, well, should I listen to you? Should I listen to your religion? You know, you're telling me to be skeptical. Well, why can't I be skeptical of you? It's funny, people will tell me I'm a skeptic. And I'll ask them, are you skeptical of you being a skeptic? Is it okay for me to be skeptical of your skepticism? People are saying, don't listen to anybody. Well, well, they're in anybody. Should I not listen to them telling me not listen to anybody? You know, it's just, it's just a, you know, another, another common trap that people get caught up in. When someone tells you, don't listen to anyone, don't listen to what anyone has to say about religion, well, don't listen to them. You gotta keep, you gotta okay. keep hustling okay. and know that you are alone and you got yourself and you know that you are strong and you gotta okay. chase your dreams and you gotta be free. All right. That's and you it. consider yourself yourself free. Yes, sir. Okay, let me, let me, let me give you a little something to, to think me, on, okay? Tell me. Jesus said, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin, and okay. a slave will not ab abide in his father's house forever. And when the true. son set you free, you're free indeed. So okay. if you are a slave yes, sir. to, let's say, let me, tell you. You're, well, let me, let me finish okay, and I'll okay, let you okay, talk, okay? okay, okay. okay. I'm, I don't mean to push okay, you away, okay. oh, no, no, but like, okay. I just I met you, no, you're no, so no. close. Again, I just don't want to get too close to this guy who I do not know. Um, don't feel like he's a threat. 
But at the same time, it's just kind of gross having some drunk dude all up on you. So one of the things I'm trying to point out is that even though in his mind, he thinks that everything's fine, he's out having fun, he's free. At the same time, he is in a state where he is God's enemy. And this is pretty hard for a lot of people to get their mind around because if their current circumstance is good in their own eyes, if they're having fun or whatever, then they really don't see why God would have a problem with them. They just don't get it. And so that's why it's so important to confront a person and just let them know, you know, even, even though you might think everything's fine, it's not fine. And by giving the John 8 reference about being a slave to sin, that's what I'm trying to do. And that's it. I care about you. I know. And so and because, about you. because of you that, because you know of that, I'm going to leave you with one thing. Okay, tell me one thing. Okay, because one, I gotta... one thing is this. Yeah, look, look. <laughs> okay. Tell me. Tell me. All right, so the reason I laughed there was uh, he crossed his arms and he just made this motion with his head like, I'm listening now. And that was just funny to me. He just made me laugh. And so, you know, so often people hear conversations like this and they just think, you know what, you should have said this or you should have said that. And I'll tell you what, you know, when you're out on the street and, and someone is talking with you and, and you can see he's talking fast and he's got a whole lot on his mind. And, and at the same time, I'm just seeing that he's like not really wanting to stick around there too, too long. He's, he's kind of, you know, acting like he's about to leave and stuff. So my goal isn't like to win an argument at all. I just want to leave him with something. I just want to get him thinking about something. I go to the same place every week and I see the same people from time to time. And there have been times when I'll, I'll talk to someone and then a couple months or even a year will go by and then I'll see him again, get into another conversation with them. So, you know, my goal here isn't to force this guy to listen to me and then agree with everything I say, you know, that's, that's not what I'm looking for at all. I just want him to hear the truth. That's it. Those who practice sin, those who live a life of getting drunk, smoking pot, living their party life, even though it might feel good to you, that is a sin before a holy God. It's a hard thing to do sometimes to, to be straightforward with, with someone, especially someone you don't really know. But at the same time, I care about him enough to warn him and I want to tell him the truth. You know, I am not speaking down to him. Hopefully my voice is not coming off as being angry or mean or anything like that. I just want this guy to know the truth. Now, like so many Californians, Americans, and possibly people who got, went to church when they were a kid, he knows a little bit of scripture and he's gonna use it on me right now. John 3.16. What does it say? If you believe in God, you are safe forever. That does not what it says. Are you sure? Because, yes, I am sure. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that okay. whosoever believes and will not perish but have eternal forever. life. Yes. But let me tell you why. If he believes in no, him. No, let me tell you something. Belief is, is shown you by your life. You Just because someone knows John 3.16 or, you know, can say that they believe in Jesus and, and maybe even he believes that he does. At the same time, looking back at 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10, that verse is basically saying, don't be deceived. If you're practicing these things, whether it's getting drunk or, or continually having sex outside of marriage, you know, or, or any number of sins, if this is your lifestyle, if this is what you're doing all the time, and it goes against everything that God says, that's a pretty good indication that you're not a Christian, that you're actually deceived. My hope 
is that his conscience is actually working and that he actually understands that his life is not lined up with God. Okay? He's, he's not right with God. Every human is different. That's right. So whatever they believe, they yep. are who they are. Yeah. No matter if you're on the street and you're yeah. homeless yeah. and you believe in God, yeah. but you got nothing but your f***ing beard, yeah. you are saved. You are saved. No. Because yeah. you believe in God and you know you have nothing. But you know, you're the, praying. The Bible you're actually believing. says... And you know what? And if you have nothing, yeah. then where the f*** are you going to go? Hmm. You're going to so hustle, sell drugs, <laughs> do what you got to do because you know why? Why? Nobody's here but you. That's right. Because you got yourself... You got nothing but yourself. Yeah. Fuck the cops. Fuck the law. It's all you. Okay. Because yeah. I've been there. I've done that, and I, I'm gonna I, keep doing it. I believe it. you. And that's life, homie. I believe you, and sir. And that's it. That's how it goes down. That's how it's gonna keep going down. Everybody who's from the street, stay street. Don't live life on the cops. Fuck the law. Keep going. Do your thing, homie. And I'm gone. Hey, good to meet you, my friend. Good to meet you. You're break my back with that big old. You're a priest. Me, all right. So that's his point of view. It's wrong according to God. So again. The way a person gets from earth to heaven is through the cross of Jesus Christ. Jesus died on the cross. He physically died. He was dead. He rose three days later. And the promise of the Bible is this. If you turn from your sin and put your faith in Jesus Christ, you'll be saved from the punishment you deserve. All right. So he's out, but he's not leaving without just, you know, laying down his version of what he thinks is right. And so he makes his uh, pronouncements towards the police and all his other stuff. And, you know, I, I, I make sure, I try to make sure to shake a person's hand as they're leaving. I would love to talk to him again. Hopefully I'll get that opportunity. Hopefully he won't be drunk next time I run into him. I did make sure just to let him know that, you know, he's wrong <laughs> as he's leaving there. And Another thing that you can't really tell from the audio recording here is during the course of our conversation, well, the crowd around is actually growing. Now there's a lot more people standing around. Uh, definitely did cause some of the people who were passing by to stop and listen. And so, you know, I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to turn to the crowd and just finish off my message. And so that's, that's what I did. And then after the message was ended, there was a few guys standing around. So I went up and, and just talked to them and ended up getting in some really good conversations. So another evangelism adventure out there. And if anything, I just want to leave you with this. Don't be afraid to tell someone that they're wrong, to tell someone that what they're doing is wrong. And my prayer is that he will just come to his senses and repent, that he would turn from his sin and put his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening to Romans Road. If you want to learn how to evangelize, check out my book, Search and Rescue, available at eddyroman.com. On my website, you'll also find videos and other things to encourage you to preach the gospel to your friends and family. That's eddyroman.com. See you next time. Two, two, Two great books and one website. Visit strivingforeternity.org. There are two books that I would like to recommend you purchase. What they, meaning people who aren't Christians, other religions believe, and what we believe. Systematic Theology Made Simple. Both are great resources, especially if you plan on witnessing to somebody. Strivingforeternity.org. 
Looking for strategies that will help you engage in meaningful conversations with members of the Mormon Church? Well, if so, take a look at Sharing the Good News with Mormons, a new book produced by Harvest House Publishers and edited by Mormonism Research Ministries Eric Johnson and Sean McDowell. Sharing the Good News with Mormons includes 24 helpful essays from two dozen Christian apologists, scholars, and pastors. Pick up your copy at the Utah Lighthouse Bookstore or order directly from mrm.org.